You are listening to episode 64 of the Live Free Podcast. Welcome to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated or inspired, learning something new, or just a fan of the show, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Screenshot the episode, add it to your Insta stories, and tag me at Michaela.Quinn. Every share helps me reach more and more moms, and I may just share your share and feature you in my Insta stories too, because together we can take over the world. All right, mama, it's time. Grab your coffee, water, or wine because we are starting. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am super pumped to talk through one of the most important building blocks of your business, figuring out who you want to work with, which also can be referred to as niching down. To be honest, I've avoided this topic on the podcast because saying the word niche, is it niche, niche, I I don't know, gives me hives. Do I say it wrong? Maybe I do. Oh, well. Anyways, this is going to be a great episode to listen to no matter where you are at in your business journey. It's important if you are just getting started because everything you do for your business should be based off your ideal client. And when I meet with people who are struggling to land that first client, one of the first things I ask them is, okay, where are you getting in the process of landing clients? Next question after they answer that is, okay, who is your ideal client? And a lot of times the response to that question is, I don't know yet. I haven't figured it out. I can't figure it out. I I don't know where to go. So we're going to cover that in today's episode. Now, this episode is also going to apply though, if you are looking to grow your business, maybe you've landed a few clients and now it is time to evaluate. Do you enjoy who you are working with? Has your business changed or grown in any way? Most of us, yes. Yes, it does. And it is okay to reevaluate things. And lastly, if you are scaling your business, reaching for the 10K months, you definitely need to revisit the ideal client module in the course or on your own if you are in the DIY camp. Because as your business grows, as your ideal client changes, you are going to want to revisit and just make sure that everything that you have created and set up public facing for your business is speaking to who you want it to. Now, before we dive into this episode, this is your friendly reminder that I have a wealth of free resources waiting for you in my corner of the internet. If you have not yet downloaded my ultimate Become a Work-at-Home Mom starter kit, do so now. It comes stacked with my brainstorming guide, which will break down the top services that you can offer as a freelancer, and it'll walk you through my step-by-step process to determine which one you should offer to potential clients today. You'll also get my on-the-side guide, which will help you discover when you are going to have the time to accomplish all of the things that go into building your business and to accomplish all of your big goals. We will make a plan and map out your day so that you can start reaching those goals today. You're also going to get my seven steps checklist, which is going to walk you through exactly what you need to do in a step-by-step fashion to launch a profitable freelance business. This guide will show you my proven step-by-step process 
to build your business from scratch. Plus, I'm going to throw in my terms list of freelancing and online business terms. Yep. And this is all free, all four of these resources, one starter kit, one work at home, ultimate resource library, and you can grab it at MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash starter kit. All right, friends, let's, let's get to it. First, I just want to address the elephant in the room. When the topic of picking an ideal client and narrowing it down, see how I avoided using the word niche there? Niche, niching, niching comes up. Most people at first say, but I want to work with anyone. I'm scared to niche down and I feel like niching down will make it harder for me to find my first client. I don't want my options to be limited. I really truly just want that first client. I totally get why you might think this and I totally thought this way in the beginning too and made the mistake of not doing this work this clarity work in the beginning. If you want the details on that mistake, you can check out episode 44, where I share six mistakes I made when starting my freelance business and avoiding figuring out and narrowing down my ideal client was one of those mistakes. However, it doesn't really work this way. By limiting and focusing in on who you want to work with, you will have greater clarity and greater focus. And that clarity and focus will help you reach your dream client and land them much faster than if you're just sitting there trying to land anyone who will hire you. For example, in my business, I made the mistake of not narrowing down who I wanted to work with and who I could help in the beginning with my freelance business. But when I switched to online course creator and podcaster, I did not make this mistake. And I truly believe this is one of the reasons why my business has had so much success so fast. It's been, I've been in business for less than two years. I've been selling online courses. And this year, 2019, we are on target to hit half a million dollars in revenue. Now that's not what I pay myself. So just hear that number. That is one of these days we'll do like an income breakdown episode. No, I have a lot of expenses. So that's not the money and, and lots of taxes. That's not the money I pay myself. But overall, the business has done almost half a million dollars in revenue in just two years. And I owe it to this idea of niching down. When you see someone posting in Facebook or in a Facebook group, or you have a friend, you know, confide in you that they want to become a work at home mom or they want to work from home. And if they're a mom, chances are you're going to think to yourself, oh my gosh, or, or say out loud to them, oh my gosh, you need to talk to Michaela Quinn. She helps moms do this. You'll absolutely, I hope, love her content and she's got a ton of great resources for you. Now, if it's not through like a referral like that, if, if you didn't find me through a, a referral, maybe you found me because we were running Facebook ads and you saw the copy and you saw the image and it caught your eye. That's because I know who I want to reach. It's you, which is also basically who I was a couple of years ago. But I know my ideal client, my ideal customer, the ideal person I want to connect with so much because that was me just a few years ago. And because I have such a strong understanding of what... Uh, now, I'm not saying everyone is exactly like me and has the exact same life experience, but because I do have such a good idea and such a strong understanding of that, it allows me to connect so much faster with the people that I want to serve. There's a saying that I like to use in the course group, and I 
totally use it in my business too. And I'm not the first person to come up with this or use this or say this. I I don't know who the first is or where I heard it, but there's this saying and it's that when you market to everyone, you market to no one. And that is absolutely true. And chances are, if you aren't landing clients yet, it's because you don't know who your ideal client is. Hey there, real quick interruption from me, Michaela Quinn. Anyways, I wanted to make sure that you knew that we just added a 12-month payment plan to our program, the Live Free Academy. You can enroll and get started today for just $147. If you go to go.michaelaquinn.com or just head to the show notes on this episode, we've got it linked there as well. You can read all the details and click one of the buttons to go enroll. And on there, you'll see the 12-month payment plan option. When you choose the 12-month payment plan option, you get the entire course the second you enroll. We don't hold anything back because you're on a payment plan. You'll get access to the how to build your business from start to finish course, skills training, the job leads board, the coaching calls, the student community Facebook group, and everything else that is a part of the Live Free Academy program so that you can get started freelancing and land your first client in 30 days, 60 days, however long it takes you to go through the course and then start implementing. Again, you can see all the details at go.michaelaquinn.com forward slash academy or head to the show notes and click the link there. All right, back to the show. You're not going where they are. You're not hanging out where they're hanging out. You're not talking their talk and building relationships with them. Because when you know who your ideal client is, you can go where they are and write copy that speaks to them, create packages that speaks to them, create a brand that speaks to them. And when you do that, you are going to, it's going to be like the missing piece to your building your freelance business puzzle. I promise. So how do you narrow it down? Well, if you are in Overwhelmed to Overbooked, make sure you check out step two, lesson number one, download the workbook and go through, watch the video lesson, watch the video training and go through the workbook and do do that work, find that clarity, either bring your results to the course Facebook group or to a weekly coaching call. And I can help you kind of sort through some of that work. Or if you go through that and it comes to you through the work on your own, awesome. Just come tell us in the group. Now, if you are not in OTO or if you are and you're, you've gone through it and you're still just stuck, a quick tip when it comes to thinking about niching down, niching down is a quick tip is to think about what businesses you would be the most excited to work with. So for example, if you saw a posting, you're sitting there scrolling either on LinkedIn or a Facebook group or an email and it says like, job posting, looking for someone who offers the services that you do. What business would you drop everything you were doing and everything that you were working on? Like Even if it was like date night with your husband, your first kid-free night in three months, you see this job posting alert come up. Would you drop everything and immediately go work on submitting your application for that, for that posting? What business would that be? Now, if you're still like, oh, I don't know, any, I want you to think about 
what interests or hobbies you have. What businesses do you follow? What businesses do you frequently visit? What businesses do you frequently like visit or think of and think, oh my gosh, everyone should know about this. I love this business. I love what they're doing. What types of things are you searching on Pinterest? What do you do for fun? Do you have any passions, maybe homeschooling or natural eating or play-based learning or working out? I I can't think of like any interest. I'm like, all of a sudden I have no interest. (laughs) Think about what previous, like maybe if you have any specific previous experience, maybe you love the work that you did. Maybe you did marketing for small to mid-sized companies and your nine to five and you love it. You love working with them. Maybe that that can be your ideal client. So it can be, you know, just anything that interests you. And then I want you to also think about do you want to work with online business owners? Do you want to work with brick and mortar businesses? Do you want to work with local businesses only? Some ideas are dance studios. There's parenting coaches, bloggers, therapists, restaurants, local cities, even like the city I live in, I live in Lenexa. Lenexa has a social media account. Who's managing that account? Probably someone sitting in an office who just got dumped this job. And so they don't really, I mean, I'm not, I don't go look at the account often. So city of Lenexa, social media manager, if you're listening to this, I'm not attacking you. I, I don't know if you're doing a good job or not, but I'm just guesstimating that a lot of those accounts are just dumped on an office worker. Um, and it's not necessarily something that they're super excited about doing. And when someone's not super excited about doing something, it doesn't get done or it gets done half-heartedly and doesn't really do anything. And it's just like there to be there and not there to help the city grow or help the business grow. There's also photographers and there are lots of different varieties of photographers. There are super, super high-end photographers and there are photographers that just got started. There are lots of business coaches. There are real estate agents. There are nonprofits that could benefit. Authors, podcasters. There's literally so many different types of businesses out there. I just gave you 0.001% of the different types of businesses out there. So that's a start. Now you can also narrow it down further. Like for example, bloggers, there's tons of different bloggers out there. You could narrow it down to local mom blogs. You could narrow it down to mom blogs who focus on humor, mom blogs who focus on like postpartum depression, moms who focus on mommy bloggers who focus on posting sales and bargains. You could focus on lifestyle bloggers. You could focus on millennial lifestyle bloggers. You could focus on lifestyle bloggers over the age of 40. You could focus on literally like narrow it down as as specific as you want or not. You can also narrow it down by personality type. There are limitless opportunities of how you can narrow down and hone in on who you want to work with, but you do need to narrow it down. Now, one thing that I want to say with picking your ideal client, I see a lot of people in the beginning who are just getting started. They're looking for their first client and they want to work with businesses who are just getting started too. Now, I thought this too, but here's the problem with that. You don't want your ideal client to be a beginner business or a brand new business. You want your ideal client to be a business that is established and a business that has a proven business model, meaning that they have consistent, stable income coming in 
because that is going to mean that they're going to have the budget to hire you versus a startup or someone who just is thinking about starting a blog. Someone who's just starting a blog is not going to have the budget to pay for a Pinterest manager or a social media manager. No, they're going to be in the bootstrap method of doing it all their own. They could in a couple years, but right now, no. So I want you to, when you're thinking about narrowing down your ideal client, I want you, if you're a beginner, to avoid trying to go for just people who are in the beginning stages. Now, also on the other hand, if you aren't a beginner, but you're at the scaling stage, I want you to think about, do you need to change you know, who you're going after and who your ideal client is now that you are up-leveling, you've invested in your business, you've taken some skills training, you're now becoming more of a specialist in one specific service. Do you need to revisit your ideal client and maybe rework who that is and then maybe revise your portfolio and how you're positioning yourself out there in order to connect with the people who are going to be able to afford your higher level packages. Now, I know this can be really, really hard when you are starting out. I want you to just narrow it down enough so that you have an idea so that you can get started if you are in that like, but I don't even know who I want to work with stage. I want you to just narrow it down enough. And then I want you to just acknowledge that this is probably going to change. This is who your ideal client is right now. You may land your first client and they may be who you think your ideal client is and you may realize that, oh, you were wrong. You thought you wanted to work with lifestyle bloggers, but in fact, for some reason, they drive you crazy and instead you want to work with nonprofit businesses. There, There's lots that could happen. So I don't want you to get too caught up on this and I don't want this aspect to hold you back from going to the next step. I want you to spend no more than 30 minutes to an hour really thinking on this. Grab a notebook, grab your pen, put on a good playlist and just think about who you want to work with. Grab a hot cup of coffee or a glass of wine. And then I want you to just acknowledge that this is good enough for now. And as your business grows, you can evaluate this. It does not have to be written in stone. You are not going to be tied to this for the rest of your life. If you want to change it, and you reevaluate and you know your ideal client pivots and morphs into something different down the road, that's fine. But you want something that is done enough that you can get started so that you can feel like you can go on to create your brand. And because again, you're gonna you can't create your brand until you know who your ideal client is because you want your brand to speak to your ideal client. And you can't go start networking until you know who your ideal client is because if you don't know who your ideal client is, chances are you're going to be hanging out in all the wrong places and never connect with who you want to hire you. And if you're never connecting with who you want to hire you, you're never going to get hired. So I don't want to like be over dramatic, but the ideal client piece is really, really, really important. Don't skip over it. Please just spend like, don't skip over it and don't get stuck here. Just spend you know, 30, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour here tops, and then move on. Once you've got your ideal client down, it's going to make everything easier. You're going to know where they're hanging out. You're going to be able to speak to them, speak to their pain point, and really do some research to hone in on what their goals are, what they're trying to do, what their pain points are, so that when you talk to them and they come across you, they are going to feel like you were crafted, your business, your services were made just for them. And that's what you want. Because when they feel like that, that's when they're going to say, sign, sealed, delivered, you are hired. I can't wait to work with you. And that's what we all want, right? 
So once you get your ideal client down, the next step is going to be thinking about where are they at? Where where are these people hanging out? Is it in local coffee shops? Is it in a specific Facebook group? Is it on LinkedIn? Is it on Instagram? And then I want you to make sure that your strategy to land clients is targeted to reach those people that you want to reach. Now, the last thing, because I know this is probably going to come up. It comes up in the course group all the time. The question of what if there's a position that I want to apply for, but they're not my ideal client. Guess what? You run your own business. If it looks like an opportunity you want to pitch yourself for, you want to apply, you want to go after, go after it. Just because you pick an ideal client does not mean every single person that you work with must check all the boxes and must fit perfectly into your ideal client little box. Absolutely not. It's going to help you connect with the people you want to work with, but also just because you narrow it down and because you gain that confidence and because you gain that clarity, other people will be attracted to you as well. For example, I market to moms. There are quite a few women in the course group who are not moms. When I'm thinking about my ideal client, my ideal client is someone who's around my age and I'm, gosh, guys, I'm going to turn 30 here in a couple months. I'm a younger-ish mom. My ideal client is someone who's around the same age range as me. But you know what? There are people in the course group who are maybe younger than my target market or a little bit older than my target market. That's okay. I'll get some emails sometimes and it cracks me up that where people will be like, hey, I'm not a mom. Can I still join your program? Or hey, I'm not a mom. Can I still join your Facebook group? Absolutely. Everyone is welcome. I want everyone to have the freedom that freelancing provides. But if my marketing was, hey, you, anyone, everyone, you guys can freelance. Anyone can do it. No one would be attracted to me because no one would feel like I was speaking to them. So in the chance that you narrow down your ideal client, you get super specific and you see an opportunity or someone wants to hire you that is not in your ideal market, you get to make that choice. And if you're still in the beginning stages, you might say, yes, absolutely. I would love to work with you. Or if you're you know, in the growing to scaling phase, that's where you get to maybe think about it and say, you know what? I love your business. I respect what you're doing. I don't think I'm the best fit for you, but I can connect you with someone else who would really blow you out of the water and who would be a better fit for you. You can say no. And when you get to that point, because you know your ideal client so well, it is like this huge milestone of your business when you turn away your first client, your first potential client. It's crazy. And when you when it happens, I want you to come tell me. All right, ladies, that's all I have for you today. I hope this episode was helpful. I hope it's got your wheels turning. I hope it's got you thinking about who you want to work with, who your dream clients, who your ideal clients are. I hope you'll come tell us in the Facebook group what you think. Tag me on Instagram. And you know what? Screenshot this episode, tag me on Instagram, and then maybe even shout out to someone who is your ideal client on Instagram in stories and say, just listen to this episode. So-and-so, you are my dream client. I would love to work with you. If you're ever looking for a fill-in-the-blank, I'm your girl. Hit me up. Thanks, Michaela Quinn, for pushing me to put this out there into the universe. What's the worst that could happen? Probably they just double tap it and and like your shout out. Maybe they share it and say, hey, we're not hiring right now, but any of my other friends are. Check out this person. Or maybe they say, oh my gosh, thank you so much. That's so sweet. Or maybe they say, you know what? We actually are getting ready to hire for this position. Can you send me over your information? You'll never know until you do it. So go do it. Now, just because the episode is over 
doesn't mean the knowledge party has to stop. Come hang out with me and thousands of other mamas in my free Facebook group. Just search Facebook for the Live Free Podcast Mastermind with Michaela Quinn or go to the show notes. We have it linked there. And make sure you answer the questions so our gatekeeper knows that you want to end. And don't forget, sharing is caring. If you are loving this podcast, please take a moment to share it with your friends. But make sure you tag me at Michaela.Quinn on Instagram and at Michaela Quinn on Facebook. See you next week.